and welcome to episode 141 of the Mature Gamer Podcast. I'm Kev, and with me this week, there's Sheepdog, Anna, and nobody else at all. Hurrah! Say hello, boys and girls. Hello. There's no one else there. Good, isn't it? There's no one else here. It's a good impression, wasn't it? Yeah, you've been working on that. Is this what you spend your days doing do. now, pretending to be some former host of this show? The sides of my nose are where I've been tweaking them so tightly to speak. Do it again. All right, three, two, one. And that's not really the way that I talk, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do the voice if it's necessary. Yeah. Getting good at it. I like it. Um, why the hell is he back? You promised me I wouldn't ever have to hear him again. Right. <laughs> Apparently, if you skimp on a hitman, then they just run off with the money. And you can't chase them because they've got a gun. So, yeah, mm. that's what happened. It's not what happened at all. I just It took me three weeks to walk back from London. It's as simple as that. I got back into his beach about three days ago. Shouldn't have got off the train like a big idiot then, should you? I didn't get off the train. I got off the tube. <laughs> <laughs> if I got off the train, I'd have been in a different town. I'd still be closer to wet home than what I was. I kept checking my street passes all the way home I because I expected one to appear. You know what? I thought, I thought I listened to, la, to that show just to see how apologetic you were. Nothing. I thought, that's good. We're, we're waiting to see how apologetic you're going to be right now. <laughs> right. I will only apologise to Anna because of all the people who didn't deserve to be worried whether I was dead or not, it was Anna. I she weren't. She weren't worried. <laughs> <laughs> She's no. the one who made us run to get on the earlier no, train. I didn't any, <laughs> it was Steve that made us run. And we ran because you I think you're fine. To do it, it was both of you. I went and got a coffee because I thought we were going to have a coffee. No, you, I turned around no, and you no. two were both getting on no, the train. No, no, no. You told me stand there and yeah. watch if the thing comes up on the screen. So I did what you said and I go, is this one there? I did mean for you to let me know when you were getting we on it, we though. Did. Yeah, we left Kev as well. <laughs> they, <laughs> they said to me we were going to the giraffe and then when we got there, there's a train in 10 minutes. Well, this is it. And this so we queued for coffee and then once I'd got mine, <laughs> I said to Anna, let's go hold the door of the train. I turned around and they were gone. Yeah, I said, Kev, we're going to hold the train. And when he turned around, he he didn't know where we were. So um, we were standing at the train waiting for him. And And while you were doing that, I'd headed straight for Giraffe because that was the planned destination. (laughs) Guess what? The planned destination was to get there all together. (laughs) No, no, no. And we were around the exit for more than 10 minutes. I'm pretty confident that when Kev said what we were going to do, his original plan was to leave Sheepdog. So there was a plan to leave someone behind. Oh, yeah. It I was don't... just, let's head for Giraffe. And which, to be fair, every other year we've been, that, that's where we've always gone. Every time. Yeah. So I was like, I'm, you know what? I'm fed up for this bloody A4 paper joke. I've had enough of it. And it wasn't even the joke that tipped me over the edge. Good joke. It was I don't Steve. even know what the joke was. Steve Did you not see my sign? It was the so, sign when we went to Tesco's. And it no, no access to A4. A4. Paperless city. <laughs> Just not. <laughs> what did I do? It was me. So, so <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, why are these kids in bed? What? Stop yeah. it, these kids the, in bed. Well, they laughing too. Was, the bit that drove me over the edge Steve me. when he was looking at leaflets of things that we'd collected while walking around and he went for one which was, it looked a bit like Theme Hospital but it was about a drugs and pharmaceutical company and he went, look at that, it just looks shit. And that was it. From that point, because I'd had it all day. It did Indie look games shit. And it res games and stuff like that. We're like, oh, oh this God. is just terrible. I can make better games than this. That plus A4 paper plus general summoners <laughs> pushed me over the you, edge. You're, off that train. You were at fault you know, with that indie place, Buzz. You said to me, go in there. It's full. It's packed full of gold or something like that. I don't know what you said. 
fried gold knowing you you're always talking about fried gold and uh, i went in there and it was absolute trash it was just a load of old tripe that had no business being at a game show no it what it had was people who would were quite keen to get their stuff seen yeah but they'd spent about a week on it you know but that's sometimes that's good no it's awful i don't want to see something someone served up from a cat's bloody poo tray didn't exist the day before they were great it's not about what they look like. Last year, it's about the what they look like. was brilliant, the left field stuff. And the year before, and when we were at Res, that's where... Um, yeah, but it looks like this year, the left field collection from last year had all graduated to the indie stage, and the left field collection this year was whatever people had just turned up with. But that's still admirable. I spent time looking at them. There was one <laughs> or two in there that... <laughs> you walked through them and just went... Yeah, I could do better than all of these. I walked straight out. We could. That were all right, but most of them in there were diabolical trash. Either way, the point was this: this pharmaceutical one wasn't in that. that was in the proper resin, and it looked like ass. It's a good little game. Uh, it might look like ass, but it's a good little game. Res, not not uh, graphically. The, the the idea of the game was crap. No, it wasn't. It's space chem, but with Team Hospital mixed in. It was there wasn't out. any hospital to it. It was just clicking around a bunch of drugs by the looks of it. Team Hospital has a stylized look to it. That's what I meant. It's it didn't look anything like Team Hospital. More importantly, yeah. Anna, talk us through your last 24 hours of your life. No. <laughs> because it, what was, it? It was, was it about this time yesterday you asked me to drive to Wisbeach to get a copy off of Bouncy? I was earlier than that. Of Borderlands pre sequel this is what we're talking about. When I saw that tweet, I I was so, so close all day for the past 24 hours of coming around and just every now and again posting something through your letterbox <laughs> <laughs> just to hear the reaction when you open it and it's just a letter or it's just a fake game. Or... How many hours sleep do you reckon you got last night? Because oh. you went to bed early to make today no, come I didn't, faster. I didn't didn't go to, no, I didn't go to bed early. You were watching Arrow. I have no interest in Arrow, so I thought I'd just lay on the bed and watch Crime Watch. Okay. And play... See if anyone you knew was on what there. I, I was doing something else. I think I was playing Minecraft. So trying to work that out, because I've never played it more than five minutes. So I was trying to do that. But then you woke up at half two excited. Oh, no. I didn't go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was easy, about half two. I just laid there, watched um, 24 Hours in A&E. Then I, I was watching PewDiePie play Alien Isolation. Um, Finished Lost yet? No, not Two yet. more episodes in. We watched two, yes. But, um, yeah, about half two. I thought, oh, I need to get some sleep. And then I woke up at five. Woke up at five. <laughs> I forgot. Not only did she wake up at five, she was up getting dressed, <laughs> ready to get on the... What time did you get on the bus? Bear in mind, what time does little... Oh, you went to pick it up, did you? What time What time does he go to school? Um, five to eight. What time were you on the bus? Ten to nine. What time were you back from... Bear in mind, town is a half-hour bus ride there, half-hour bus ride back. What time were you back in the house playing Borderlands the pre-sequel? Half ten. You must have ran across <laughs> Peterborough because that means you got off the bus at, what, half nine and you were back on the ten o'clock bus. Quarter past bus, yeah. It was really fast. Did the place up the road not have it then? Weren't even open. I went past it, going to town, weren't open. Went past it, coming in, weren't open. And I went, I'm not having that. They're never lazy. So you got yourself a copy of it on the PS3. You also got the guidebook and you got a badge, mm-hmm. which you stuck to your bag already. Mm-hmm. Was the badge free or did you purchase the badge? I don't know what that word means. Oh, purchase. I don't think it's not my purchase. No, because I bought the um, the um, the guide. He goes, hey, you can have one of them, even though he didn't pre-order. Is that why you bought the guide? No, I didn't know. <laughs> but I was like, I seen it, I was like, oh, 
I just, I just, I just wanted to touch it. Yeah, so yeah. I assume from about ten thirty-two today, all you've done is sit there. No, no, I forgot to eat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so my suggestion that you played it like is ridiculous, but you Wait, forgot to eat. I didn't play no because I played it for half an hour, and the dog was looking at me, so I took him outside for ten minutes. And Did he want to have a go? No, and then I came and played it for another hour, and then he was like laying on the sofa making noises at me. Like, fine, stay for a walk. Go for a walk, and then, um, and then I played it. Is it any good then? Right. <laughs> 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 what to write about it? Oh, it, it frustrates me a little bit because I'm, what in my head is not what's on the screen, and it's wrecking me. Explain what? that statement. I don't know. It's just what I have in my head. It's not what's on, it's not what happening on the screen. I want. I think it's because because I was playing Borderlands Two last week and I have all my fancy guns and whatnot and I'm seeing all critical and everything. I'm not having that. Is it not because you're playing as crap claptrap and he's a bit crap? Hence the fact I almost. Oh, I still want to tell people what happens when I picked him, but I'm not going to spoil it for you if I haven't played it. But it's so funny when you when you pick claptrap as your. Don't, wouldn't it be better if you were playing as one of the other characters? I don't know. Well, tomorrow, like, tomorrow, hopefully, I'll have it all set up in here, so I might play as the, um, um, not Athena, the other one. I can't remember her name. Xena Warrior Princess. <laughs> I don't know. It's the girl with the hat. So I might, I might play her tomorrow. That might be my new surname if I uh, don't get a better bid than a fiver. Trying to sell my surname, by the way. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll put six quid in so I can name you. <laughs> you would name it horribly. No, he's just me. Mean, doesn't listen. I've called him that for many years already. Um, so, um... game tried to sell me the um, the season pass, which I wanted, right? And I was like, okay, I'll take that. And then he goes, oh, we need your mobile number. I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> why did why did you? I was like, oh, because the um, the service isn't working, and um, we will phone you when we have a code. I was like, no, you're right. I'll go home. She just didn't want your number because you're a female <laughs> and he hasn't seen one in a while. You're in game. Uh, but like, as soon as I came home, the um, it, it was, was all up for you there. No, everything like the season pass was there, and also if you when you buy the game, if you pre-order the game, you get um, some kind of slaughter pack, which is like the underdome, I think. It's free on the PlayStation now. You can buy it without having the code. It's mm. insane. I went on there to get, because I wanted to download it to see where it was. And it was like, free. And I didn't have to. So I have a code that I didn't enter. And I've still got it. It's very strange. So. Can I have the code? If you get it. I'm not going to get it. Well, I'm going to get it. Well, you've threatened that you're going to buy it on PC yeah, but tomorrow I've as well. I haven't got enough money. Oh, so I'm going to have to buy it on PC now so I get to have a go. She only bought it on the bloody PlayStation, so I can't play it. I assume she would anyway. I... That's the part, the but way I Borderlands asked Borderlands 2, we had on Xbox. Oh. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. I didn't play it. I've pl- last week I was playing it on the yes, PlayStation. When we bought it oh, at launch, it was on the Xbox. So I, bought you pre- I bought you home presents, didn't I? You did. She bought me some shower gel because I smell. And? An ideas book that I've already showed him. Oh, I've seen that. He's going to copy all of his ideas into it, he said. Yeah, I might even have a couple of new ideas for it. Nice one. But, um... Have you yeah. played any multiplayer on it yet? No, no one's online. There's nobody. So play that's online that's, with a yeah. that's, that's why I was going to get on PC and play with Penelope. So. Never heard of him. <laughs> but um, some of it, it's good, but the drive, not the driving, but the gaps between. You know when you have to like zoom over the um, boost over mm-hmm. gaps. That's not working. Like, I'm doing it, I'm doing how you're supposed to do it, and I'm missing by, like, millimetres, and I keep dropping. So I'm losing loads and loads of money on that. That needs to be fixed. 
Um, I'll work on it. <laughs> and, if you could, if you could. <laughs> well, they fixed the bug. I identified it. You're a gamer. I haven't found anyone coming through doors that aren't doors that are doors. Yeah, I'm so watching. But <laughs> there was a door, right? Someone was talking to me, like obviously someone was talking through my echo, and I was like, "Oh, can I go through that?" It looked like open. I went to it. Couldn't. It was glass. So I stood there, and then this like characters walked past, and then did a bit of a buggy and was on my side of the glass side shooting, but I couldn't get through there. So. Too much magic. Mm. Um, does anyone have any objections to me berating Bounty Ball for a moment? I like it. Excellent. Uh, Bounty Ball. Yeah, yeah. What do you Why? want to berate him about? The fact he never told me that Street Pass Quest 2 exists. Uh, I'm sure he did. I don't think he I has. I don't remember, or I wouldn't uh, continue I definitely through have. it. I don't believe you have. Was this in one of those bits where you talk for ages that I don't listen to, maybe? It was in a bit where I was talking about how I got a certain hat that you asked me about, and I said that was in the second Street Pass Quest, where there's loads <laughs> more hats to get. Is it the hat you were excited about? Or was that from? No, oh from no, Mages, that was it? from the uh, mansion one. Answers. Yeah, which uh, which st- I look through everybody I've ever street passed with because it updates them every now and then. And after Eurogamer, I went through all of them. I've got um, eighteen hundred people I've street passed with now. I looked every single one. Only one other person had the hat. Mm. Uh, we're, we're an elite club of hat wearing losers. But, You've got too much uh, time on your hands if you could go through 1,800 <laughs> different people. Hey, I was awake until um, 5 o'clock the other morning. And I, spent an en- I, know, I spent an entire hour wearing my new Joker mask, which I then lifted up and ate a bit of a rusk, like a baby rusk. Ate a bit of rusk, then put it back down, and then just stared at myself in a mirror, eat a rusk inside a Joker mask. For an hour, I kept myself entertained doing that. Why would you be I, eating a rusk? Why would you have a rusk? Do you know what? You know, like, everybody has that little secret, oh, I do I love, love eating, mm. like that. Yeah, rusks, a- any time. I've always got a rusk somewhere in the house. Always. Rusks are awesome. And if I, haven't got, if I haven't got a rusk, then Frank has done it wrong with the world. And the best thing is, because these are the first rusks I bought with my new girlfriend. So we went to Tesco's, and she said, do you want to get yourself some biscuits? And I went, actually, I do need to go and get some biscuits. <laughs> And then I walked towards the baby aisle, and she went, "What are you doing?" And I walked back and went, "Mother, flipping rusks." And actually, I said like flipping. rusks. Rusks Yeah, they're, nice. they're really nice. They're, they're like a biscotti, but they don't taste like they've been wiped I on a gold Michael glass. Shut up about rusks, all of you! When I came to hers with a box of rusks, she was just like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Offered her one. She didn't like them. Some more for me. I was quite happy when she said she didn't like. Them. Yeah, and they're the best thing to eat before you go drinking as well because they absorb a lot of the drinking. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah, perhaps really I wasn't good. clear when I asked you all to shut up about so, rusks. Have you completed Street Pass Quest 2? I haven't because I didn't know it existed until Saturday morning when we got to the expo place where we went to. Flexpo. Um And I'd started playing um, Street Pass Quest again for the first time probably since Eurogamer last year just because I was sat there a bit bored um, and just started doing that after I'd done my battle and changed my uh, pieces over and I finished it for the second time. And it unlocked Street Pass Quest 2, which is considerably better than original Street Pass Quest. Um, why was this just not there already? It's better. It has multiple well, paths. You can team up. You can buy potions. You can... It's all, there's lots of splendidness within it. The reason it's not there to start with is because it was never there to start with. It had Street Pass Quest 1 and then they did an update and it added it in. 
But why didn't I know about it? Content. Why did nobody tell me? We've talked about it. It's Nintendo, though, as well, isn't it? They don't like to tell you when they're doing good things. <laughs> I've been talking on Twitter about it today because um, people were saying, oh, the media would love it if Nintendo just died. And I was like, no, we wouldn't. We, you know, we're trying to big them up all the time and they just keep making it hard. And this is another example. They just don't tell you. By the way, everyone, we're giving you a really good game for free. Do you want it? Yeah, I urge anyone who's got a 3DS who's just not bothered to play Street Pass Quest since they finished it, go through, finish it a second time, because Street Pass Quest 2, which unlocks when you finish Street Pass Quest for the second time, is awesome. Don't you think that's a weird way to do it as well? Just have a button. Oh, you've already completed it. Here's the next one. Don't make you play the first one again. That just seems yeah, unnecessary. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. But but by doing it a second time through, you do unlock more stuff as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's like still Street Pass Quest 2, I think there's something like you have to do every route... And some routes you have to go three times because you can go through them multiple times to every possible route. And so to get, I still haven't got all the hacks from Street Pass Quest 2 because some of them require you to go a certain way and do a thing in a certain time. And, and I like that because that gives me, it's a bit like the achievements rule where you'll sometimes you'll play something in a way you wouldn't normally play it because there's an achievement. I will keep going back to that game because I want those hats and I refuse to use a guide that tells me how to do it. So I keep just playing it through repeatedly, hoping I'm going to get it one day. More importantly, Kev, did you finish all your jigsaws? No, not got nowhere bloody near. I'm still, I'm still about 200, 300 away. I'm 50 away, and we went home. Very disappointed in myself. Play Expo wasn't great for street passes, no. was it? I only got about 50 or 60 all weekend, whereas I, I got, got 150. two, 300 at Eurogamer. So, mm. um, I need to start taking my DS to the bus with me when I'm out and about. How often I'll... do you get a bus? Well, I'll be getting a bus more often in the future, I imagine. Interesting. Could be a Wi-Fi bus like the ones we saw in Manchester. I bet they have street passes on every bus. That'd be awesome. Um, another game came out this week, and Anna is playing it now. She still doesn't know what I'm talking about, even though she's playing it. You're playing Minecraft, aren't you, on the Vita? <laughs> oh, aren't you? <laughs> you were playing Minecraft on the Vita earlier on. Upstairs. Okay. Minecraft came up on the Vita finally this week. Any good? It is any good. I've played it for the last couple of nights whilst watching Arrow, and... Um, what are you giggling at? Um, you watch Arrow of such... You ain't playing no games when no, you're I'm watching. No, I'm playing it <laughs> while the credits are on at the end. I'll have a quick look. Um, <laughs> but I've played it a little bit. Shut it up. comes up to... Like, that's that's on the bed. It comes up and it's like, oh, so-and-so's got their powers. I don't know who these don't people Don't tell are. people people have got powers. You tell... You don't care, though. I don't want to spoil it for people. We'll get on to Arrow later on. Don't worry, I've got Arrow News, my new segment that we'll yeah. be having for the last four or five no, hours of every episode. That. Arrow News. You Arrow can't do that. People, that's spoilers. Arrow News. This is last season. This um, is season two, though. Some people season three starts seen soon. It. Well, you know what? Tough. Because they should have told me that it existed, but that it was on Sky On Demand. I had to discover by myself on Saturday morning, just as we were getting <laughs> in the car to go to Manchester, that I could have spent all Friday night watching season two of Arrow on Sky On Demand. We were doing and this those Friday night. same people didn't bloody tell me. So I'm only nine episodes in in a week because I've wasted a weekend by going to bloody Manchester. You uh, like Manchester. We've got a new out of it, which ain't set up. Mm. But anyway, Minecraft on the Vita. Um, it's not the full on PS4, Xbox One version. It's the retro no but version. if you got if you bought it on the playstation 3 you get it free on the vita you do indeed someone was telling me that they know um their friend has they use their friend's profile on their computer and played minecraft and then when they went to get the vita version they could get it for free or something like that it's a bit confusing it all kind of 
registered that they had one version, they got the other versions for now. Or Interesting. Or um, but it does have the big extended tutorial in that I noticed on the Xbox One. Well, Bouncy told me about the Xbox One that I never actually played. So I've been playing through that over the last couple of nights. I now know how to do many, many things. It's all right. I enchanted myself and walked through fire and got a trophy for that. And I killed a pig and got a trophy for that. And I crafted something and got a, not crafted, did a potiony thing and I got a trophy for that. The tutorial just throws trophies at you. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful experience. I made a giant snowman guard who follows me around the tutorial area, throwing snowballs at anyone who dares cross my path. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Um, when I finally got finished with the tutorial, I started experimenting with setting up some other worlds. I've set myself up a little online one called Kev's Online Wonderland. Um, that Jimmy two times popped into for about three or four minutes earlier on, left me a crafting table, which I thought that's that's a nice touch next to the house I've already built. You leave me a crafting table. I haven't got one of them yet. It's in the house. Um, but yeah, you left me that. So people are going to be able to come and go from my little online wonderland. Um, I've made it so we can't hurt each other though, because I don't want people coming in there to try and assassinate me. <laughs> which is all they would want to do. Exactly. Surely. Get your um, snowman to defend you. He's only in the tutorial land. I need to find a way to bring him over. Um, I have found an ice rink, though. Well, it's a frozen lake, but I'm building a fence around it and I'm going to charge people with mission to go ice skating. So my theory is he'll get annoyed that I'm financially benefiting from the snow and he'll come and attack me, but then I'll befriend him and yeah. then he can be my bodyguard again. You can I make guess him that's be the bouncer. Yeah. Um, then I tried making a super flat world, thinking it would get rid of all these bloody hills. Did you know a super flat world in Minecraft means it's really, really <laughs> flat and there's no stuff on it? Um, you dig down two levels of mud and it's just bedrock and you can't... So there's no rocks, there's no trees. So I just got there and thought, well... Where's the there's, game? There's no trees, so I've got not, not got any wood. There's no rock. I have no tools. Some pigs over there that I can going to have to kill with my bare hands. <laughs> I guess I'm guessing this is designed for when people want to do creative mode because I just sort of stood there for a little while and then it started to get dark and I got killed because I had no way to build. I could have built a mud hut probably. If Could I'd... you not have just gone to a village? There was no village. I'd... Yes, it there was are. Just, it was just completely flat. There's, all, there's always villages in super flat mode. Oh, I wasn't right, wasn't right by the spawn, so therefore I didn't exist. Obviously. I walked all over <laughs> it for ages. Well, I you spun, got clearly I spun around and there was nothing on the horizon. Flat. Super flat world, but ironically, one of your shoes had a slight lean in it, so you were just walking around in a giant circle. Uh, what do you know? I don't. Yeah, think that's it was. generally it was super flat. Uh, it is for people that want to build, but there are a lot of villages, and the villages have chests inside them with items and weapons and things as well. I just wanted so some trees to cut then... down and some rocks. Yeah, but you know, if you want to do that, the best thing to do is not. Go to Super Flat World. You know what the fens are like. There's yeah, I wanted to do it. World, yeah, with but a there's bit nothing to do it. You dig down two feet in the fens, and you just come through to Australia. That's well, that would have been fine. I'd have been happy with that. Yeah, but that's not fine at all. Um, they lose post like nobody's business in Australia. It's the one thing I've learned this. Well, it's not the one thing I learned. I've learned lots this week. I've learned um, that if you make a joke about your girlfriend when she pays for some loose change and pulls out a two p coin. And you just say, <laughs> you just showed everybody is Tesco's your tuppence. Nobody else will find that as funny as you do. And it will get you into trouble for four hours. Um, I've also learned that if you start to slip in the shower, best thing to do, probably get out of the shower. Don't slam your foot down on the sloped edge of the shower. Because what that would mean is you'll slip and you'll smash your face on the tap end. <laughs> break a tooth in half and end up with a concussion. 
and then have to take 1,500 milligrams of cocodamol every four hours to stop you from collapsing. You really are a moron. Um, but I also learned that since we've opened our shop, everything we've ordered from we Australia has disappeared. That's Johnny Part-Time, isn't it? Good old Johnny Part-Time. Every man his full name. Everything. Why are you ordering things from Australia? Because we order stuff from all around the world. We've got our True Bloods um, put vinyls in this week. Oh, and we're all like, just pricked up. Why have you not alerted her to this? Should have been in there all buying them all. They're, 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 available, they're available all over the place. I thought that you didn't. No, we've looked them. everywhere. There's been pop vinyls over the last month. We've searched, and there's no yeah. True Blood ones yeah, anywhere. We've got them in twelve ninety nine. Are we um, going to Whiz Beach tomorrow? We are on Monday. I'm at work on Monday. Yeah, but you've got Monday. Would you like me to save you the pop vinyls from True Blood? I'll put them to one just, side just and want come Eric. next week. Sometime. You just want Eric, do you? Mm. Well, I can post them to you. If you want an Eric, I'll post it to you. And Bill. I'm sucking. What you want? When I'm in the shop, I'll send you pictures of the ones we've got and then if you want any of them, we'll hold them or post them or whatever. Because oh, that's what well, we do. Then. But yeah, anything we order, we try and get. So like, we've got a customer called Leslie. She wears a cowboy hat, but she's not a cowboy. She just owns a lot of cats and she works at the Sue Rider charity shop. And... She comes in and she buys books about what berries and mushrooms you can eat in real life just by picking them up off the floor and washing them. Not berries you can eat. Yeah. Or she orders um, Dukes of Hazard memorabilia. And there's a range of toy cars that was only ever released in Australia. Does she always come in with one of them specific ones in mind? So if she's coming in for Dukes of Hazard memorabilia, there's no use trying to sell her a new book about berries you can eat because she's there for Dukes of Hazard. Absolutely no point. Absolutely no point whatsoever. And do you know what? She comes in and she brings a list of stuff she's after. So it'll either be want books or Dukes of Hazzard stuff. She never brings a list. But she she goes, only like, ever come in twice. I think there might be identical twins and they're just Leslie spelt one E-Y and one I-E and I just don't know the difference. And one's really into foraging and the other one's really into Dukes of Hazzard. But they've just never felt to tell me that they're two different people. So, but but she's one of them's a fella as well, very, surely. Well, No. There's one who's one one Leslie and one who's Resley, and then the left and the right one. <laughs> yeah, that, the only way you can tell them is to take an X-ray of an L-ray. But um, I know she, she's she's lovely. But everything we've ordered for her has either um, arrived if it's not from Australia, it's from Australia, just disappears. Stop ordering things from Australia. You know, like that woman that went, a "Dingo ate my baby." That woman, um, the one that was played by Meryl Streep in the film *Cry in the Dark*. She basically, a kid went missing and she said a dingo took it and there was a question whether she murdered it. That's what's happening to my parcels. I rang, I got in touch with one company and they were like, well, it looks on the system. This is exactly how, well, not the voice because I'm going to do it in my voice. I'm going to try and do an Australian voice. But this is what they told me when I asked why my £120 box of uh, orders didn't arrive. Well, looking at the system, it was last scan that just gone midnight. I guess they were just really tired and may have just dropped it on the floor or something. That's the postal service for you of Australia. Well, anything after midnight, it's a rogues game. Then we just throw stuff around, and hopefully, we just we just aim it at Britain and we'll throw it as hard as we can. Who set him off this time? I don't know. Are you, I think. <laughs> I don't even know how that happened. I don't know how that happened. Tell us about know. Shadow of Mordor before he cut you off. Oh, don't, right. I've written an article. It's going to hopefully go on the site when Jay's fixed it because he's had all sorts of issues this week, but. Shadow of Mordor has turned me into a terrorist. You were already a terrorist. I think you should no, have realized. No, no. And now you've finished the game, haven't you, Steve? But yeah. you didn't spend a huge amount of time on it. 
did the story. for the forum because it's a big chat on the forum about 20, 25 hours, and you did about 12, hadn't you? A bit more than that, but yeah. I didn't feel like I'd done it for 30. Right. I've spent about 40 hours in the game. And by the time I got to know 40 hours, I'd finished the game. I'd done most of the side stuff. I was now walking around just enjoying living in Mordor. Now, Mordor's a, a miserable place. There's slavery and torture and murder everywhere. I'm strolling around. And if I see an orc, I will charge at them full speed and butcher a lot of them. And I don't just mean ones that are attacking people. They're just having a chat around a campfire. Boom! Oh, yeah, I'll murder the shit out of them. If they're near a building, bang, I'll sneak around. And I don't stealth kill them. I brutally murder them so that then the other ones run away in fear. Then I pull my bow and arrow out and I shoot their legs so they stop and I go and do them as well. And I am killing everything. I go into the strongholds and I wait. I'll shoot one and wait for him to set the alarm off and I'll walk alongside him and wait for him to do it and then I'll take them all on. Right? I'm beheading people faster than ISIS can behead people. And then it, it struck home. I thought, my God, this game is showing me slow motion decapitation. It's encouraging me to be a terrorist. I am brutalizing and instilling fear within the orcs. And the difference is they're the bad guy in inverted commas, but they're not. I wasn't asked to go into Mordor and help these people. Most of them didn't even know who I was. They were like, oh God, your friends hated you at the start of the game. You, the orcs didn't even know who you were. They were just like, oh, who's this coming over there with a sword in his hand? Oh, well, you know. Have They're him. about to destroy the rest of the world, aren't they? But, but they don't. We know that because Lord of the Rings, right? So you're not stopping anything major from happening because nothing happens. It doesn't matter what your actions are. It, it, they're not going to do anything. So, It'd be quite cool if I added that feature in, though. You stopped Lord of the Rings from happening. Well done. Yeah, you, you saved everybody all, six hours you, of annoying film. See, <laughs> six hours? Nine hours, sorry. 927 hours, if you watch them all properly. And they're all a waste of time. Um, yeah, no, I, it, I absolutely adore the game. But it made me really unsettled with quite how bloodthirsty it made me. It turned me into the most antisocial and violent person any game has ever made. I've played Grand Theft Auto and never felt like, like a murderous swine. But this one, I was just reveling in the fear that I was causing. Mature Gamer wanted... Podcast would like to aff- apologise for any offence Bouncy Ball may have caused with his disgraceful comments previously. No, um, I'm distancing not... myself from his. No, but this is the thing. This is what I'm saying. If it was like, cause, did you see this week? There was a game called Hatred announced. Yes. Made me think of you. Right, this game. If if anyone's listening, you haven't <laughs> seen it. Like I hate him. I didn't mean don't, that. Don't like rush out and and see it. But basically, it's a guy who's planning on going out and committing a mass murder. That's essentially it's like a, a kind of a Columbine high school musical kind of guy. High school musical. High school massacre. Mature Gamer Podcast would oh. like to distance itself <laughs> from Bouncy Ball's remarks. The painkillers is making my mind go. So, but basically, it's a, it's a massacre game where you're just killing civilians. That game is kind of what Shadow of Mordor is, but the, the lines are blurred because it's, you're killing real civilians in a fictional sense as opposed to orcs. But transposing the violence onto a different avatar doesn't make the violence okay. And, um, it, but it's really fun. It's like the most fun I've ever had. Brutally murdered. When I saw the advert to hatred, after I thought, Jesus Christ, what a terrible, terrible story. Because it's just a man who says, like, mm. I've, I'm in pain. I'm full of hate. I'm going to make people pay. I'm like, it just goes around massacring a town full of people. And I thought to myself, these guys are only doing this to try and be different, aren't they? Which is fair enough. It's art. From their point of view, I've read into it a little bit. They think it's art. They're making a statement that, like you just said, 
killing an avatar is killing an avatar. If you can't tell the difference, yeah. then it's your problem. But they've made a game that graphics-wise looks quite polished and good. And gameplay-wise is probably quite fun. But the story is obviously vile. It's, it's a weird scenario. It's like if they'd have put that into a different type of storyline, they'd have probably made quite a big game there. And this because is they it. picked that choice of going for their weird hatred nonsense. Now, and yet, would we be aware again. of it if it was just a regular storyline? I th- I'd like to think quality would out. See, I, I, I think that this will be a, a good thing for them longer term. Because the problem is at the moment, people are calling it like this massacre simulator, which is just the best PR. But when Carmageddon came out, they wanted it banned. It was the first game that the BBFC refused a rating to, and that's because it was the first game, if I remember rightly, that was properly submitted to the BBFC. You didn't have to. They made a violent game, submitted it, mm-hmm. it got refused, yeah. which then got it all over the papers. And then people knew what Carmageddon was. With Hatred, it's kind of the same principle in that they've come out the door and they've not pussyfooted around. They've said, this is what this film's about. Now, there's a film directed by Ubal called Rampage, which had a sequel recently called Capital Punishment, which is a very similar concept. It's a guy who thinks that America should be brought down, so he dresses in right gear and he goes out and he murders civilians. And it's kind of that thing. We've done it in other media. They've done it in other art forms. Games have kind of shied away from it because games usually are criticised for uh, extreme violence and the potential for people copying it. So I'm really pleased that somebody said, you know what? We still want to make this game, despite the fact that we know we're going to get shitstorm for it. What's the film where the blokes had enough? The office guy sick of being falling down. That's it. I put fall yeah. down in Google. Falling down. That wasn't yeah. a bad film, and that was a bit weird, like that. Wasn't no, it? and it's and it's all that kind of thing of what if, you know? And, and most games have something like that, but it's never so overtly. This is like this could happen. It's like you're shooting a zombie apocalypse, or you're shooting the Nazis who are the bad guy. And if, what if you did see the general public as the bad guy? What if you saw society as the enemy? You could because just that's what you'd have set that game. I mean, you're right. I, I know what you're saying. But if they'd have set that game that you're a bloke standing in a Nazi camp and you realize you're evil and you, you're going to go out the door and kill all of the Nazis, then yeah. like, it wouldn't be public. But no one would have a problem, really, would they, I think? No. And that's, that's the thing. Is it Ultimately, as long as, like you said, if you can sit there and go, it's a game, then it has every reason to exist. It has no reason why we should sit there and go, oh, that's a subject matter we shouldn't touch because Shadow of Mordor is selling really well and you can very brutally kill everything in your way. You can kill the humans if you want. You just go for it. I thought they'd get away with it if I fired and they were nearby. I didn't realise they were dying. I don't don't know if they die permanently, but if they're like tied up, I will sometimes just fire an arrow into them just for my own amusement. Um, it's, It's just... It, it's just, it was interesting to me that the week that I wrote an article about how a game sickened me almost with how much I was enjoying the violence, then another game was announced that was supposed to sicken me, but I kind of felt I was, I'd be a massive hypocrite if I went, yeah, that's outrageous. How dare such a violent game exist while I'm sat there gleefully playing it. I've had to give Shadow Mordor away this week to a friend of mine because I'm worried that I'll just keep playing that. Um, so I've got Alien Isolation to basically give the console a bit of payback it can now brutalise me repeatedly and uh, and I can go back. But I can't recommend Mordor highly enough. It's just one of my favourite games of the year and definitely my favourite game I've played on the Xbox One. Cracking. Okay, seriously, who's setting off that time? No idea. <sighs> right, we went to Play Expo last weekend. Are you aware of this? Do we all remember it? 
I had forgotten until you said. <laughs> Play Expo weekend was awesome. It was very good. Um, I got key rings from Legoland, which I threatened to do. I haven't yet got enough for a clock. I got a Joker and I got a Batman and Anna got a Batgirl. Um, so we now have three of the 12 parts we need for a clock, but they were free for bloody 10 quid. So this clock's going to work out more expensive than I originally planned. I did, however, when we were wandering around the Trafford Centre, begin a clock collection. Um, basically, whenever I see a clock, I point at it, say there's a clock, and that counts as it being part of my collection. So I collected loads of clocks that weekend. It was basically <laughs> my, it was basically my uh, a technology-free version of Street Pass. It's the new WH Smith. Just, I'm having that one. That's, that's a clock in my collection now. I loved it. Um, cheap Dog, talking yeah. of things we loved from that weekend... You tried Dr. Pepper Sweets. Has your yeah. blood sugar recovered from it yet? They were, they were delicious, weren't they? They were a special thing. You kept bullying the smaller people and taking their sweets off them, didn't you? Yeah, it was did an accident, actually. Did you buy any of your own? No. You just took um, Pab's off him? No, Pab bought them because he knew we would all appreciate it. But then you just nice took them man. all from him. And then when he offered me one, it happened to be stuck to two. <laughs> so I ended up having however many it was I ended up having. They did taste um, of Dr. Pepper. Did you yes. have any? You didn't have them, did you? No, they would have had my they, were, they tasted like Dr. Pepper, but in sweetie form. Um, play Expo itself. Did either of you play a game in the Expo all weekend? Um, I almost didn't until I saw one of those light guns uh, on the Master System and I had a crack at that. I played one game, but I can't remember what it was. What game did I play? Um, it wasn't a real game. It was an old game. <laughs> I genuinely can't remember what I played. I had a couple of goes on pinball. Um, you played some pinball as well, didn't you? Beaten. Well... We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll agree people. to disagree on that one. I got eight million, you got two. Uh, we had a look at a DeLorean that had a hoverboard next to it. We followed Darth Vader around for a bit. We saw the people from Red Dwarf who looked really old. Um, we they spent... did look old, didn't they? I, I didn't actually see Darth Vader. Dean pointed him out. and or Maybe I did see him. I didn't yeah, it was the old fella in the wheelchair. Yeah, I, did, I don't remember seeing an old fella in a wheelchair. When I asked if it was this other fella, they all just said, that's a bit mean. And I was like, no, I genuinely don't know. There's a guy in a wheelchair. I didn't know whether it was him or not. So, you <laughs> mean David Prowse? Yeah. Not a guy just dressed as Darth Vader in a wheelchair. No, it was. We wouldn't describe him as Darth Vader then, would we? we, well, we it could have been a, a guy dressed as Darth Vader. Well, then we'd have said a guy band. dressed as Darth Vader. Yeah. <sighs> you just said you followed Darth Vader around. You we didn't. Did. You followed David Prowse around. And what is he most known for? The Green Cross Code Man. Yeah. Did you know that nobody seemed to recognise him? He was just wheeling around on his own. Yeah, because well, you don't know him. That's the point. And his voice, oh, he was, and his, his voice was dubbed as well because he had a really, he's got a really thick West Country accent. I suggested so, we should have offered him a pint and gone to the pub with him, but Kev <laughs> said he'd rather poke himself in the eye. He's in a wheelchair. He can't drink and drive. Did he have somebody pushing Mature him around? Mature Gamer Podcast would like to distance Did, itself no, from Vancey What I'm saying is, is that responsible to get a guy drunk who's in a wheelchair? That's all I'm trying to say. say drunk. Yeah, we always said was there was offering him a drink. He could have had Coke. It, but he might be on painkillers, which means the drink would make it worse. But he can't have Coke. Well, he'd let us know, Bouncy, wouldn't he? Bouncy doesn't understand the concept of going to a pub and just having Coke. What I'm trying to say is, you know, we could have gone for a burger. All I was saying was, I said to Kev, let's see if Darth Vader wants to come down the pub with us. And so, I said, there's a sentence you don't hear every day. <laughs> <laughs> and that, Frankly, I'm disappointed you didn't at least ask. But that's, I think, actually, the conversation just... Ask the question. Yeah, that's because we had a mission. We were trying to find Cards Against Humanity because I'd forgotten to purchase it on Amazon... Um, so we searched the entire expo and eventually found it. But it was 30 quid compared to 20 quid on Amazon. 
Um, but we had to buy it anyway. And then we went and sat by the door in the Cards Against Humanity area where we were sat there playing it in the expo while loads of people around us were all doing it. Um, and then we went off and had some tea. It's such a good game. Oh, we've played I've it. I've not laughed like that in ages. We were still playing it at half one in the morning, weren't we? Mm. And it was brilliant. There's a point where Anna was laughing so hard, she stood up, walked away, and then was crippled and couldn't walk. <laughs> and just ended up weeping. Oh, it was so funny. It was certainly well worth the 30 quid. And um, I had ice I cream afterwards, which was very nice. Family. I think my in-laws will be mortified at how funny it is. I wish we could talk about some of the more hilarious parts of it, but I'd have to distance <laughs> myself from my own remarks then. Um, because well, there Pab was, mainly. He was Pab a was an absolute <laughs> sicko at that game, wasn't he? Yeah. Him and, him and Rando, bloody Rando, he almost won, didn't he? Oh, God, yeah, there's a rule in the game, Bouncy, where um, there's loads of different rules. There was the Ed Balls rule. We had that um, in play at all times. Yeah, and then there was the Rando rule, Rando Cardrissian. Um, who's basically uh, an invisible player who can play at all times and you always deal him a hand. And every time you do the dealer deals out, everyone's, they deal out some for Rando. And then you, when you turn him over, if he's happened to be the funniest and he gets a point, and if he gets the most awesome points, then we all have to hang our heads in shame at being beaten by the invisible man. And he nearly won. He so finished second yeah, in the first game time. we played. It, it was hilarious how random these things were coming. Because they're always coming out in really awesome sentences. Um, and yeah. Just the invisible player. It's such a great rule. More games should have an invisible player. It makes it a bit more uh, dramatic. Well, made me laugh. I think it was the, um, the mime um, dying silently or something. That just started me up and then it was just so funny. In, was... in regards to the rando thing, there's actually a whole Twitter account as well, if I remember right, that is just random card things. It's a bot that just starts chucking them out. And uh, so it is line, like, sequences from Cars Against Humanity, but it's a Twitter account, so you randomly just get these things come through and go, hey. They had all the expansion packs in there as well. I almost went in on the Sunday and bought a load of expansion packs for it. I think they had four different expansion packs. But they were mm. a tenner each, and I had to control myself, because at that point, I was still hoping Anna would let me get the Arrow and Deathstroke box set of action figures that was also £40, and I had my eye on that. I wasn't allowed to get it, though, because she's mean. I'm not mean. I'm sensible. You know, I would have played with them. Sensible's not I'd have played with Imagine, no, you, no, you imagine when no, I'd have got home watching Arrow on telly this week, playing with my Arrow figures. You wouldn't. You just look at them. You wouldn't touch them. You just you'd move my stuff off that shelf. Yes. But yeah, exactly. Not happening. I'd play with them. A if little I, bit. if I haven't got space for my Fallout people, you ain't got space for Arrow. They also had the Arrow hood there. No, yeah. No, you could have, have bought that. Anna's been trying to move her family of fallout immigrants into the house. <laughs> but front letter. I would have loved to walk Dave wearing my arrow hood. Why didn't you wear that stupid horrible thing now? It's called a hat. Not, that's a not woolly a hat. hat. <laughs> a jinx woolly hat, in fact, that we were supposed to give but away at MGPX like but forgot to. You've got a black coat on. You've got the black thing on your head that looks like an egg. Sorry. It's just weird. <laughs> an eggy murderer. <laughs> Um, in the evening at Play Expo, um, we went somewhere we haven't gone in over the last two years when we've been there because I think we didn't realise it existed. The Namco Arcade in the Trafford Centre is bloody awesome. Bearing in mind, me and Anna sat there drinking next to it in the year, first year when it was just us two there and just looked at it and thought, <laughs> an arcade, we won't go in there. It's like no arcade I've ever been to in my life. It's got dodgems in it. It's <laughs> pretty bad. It was radical. Yeah, and um, loads of really awesome games. 
That one that you lot dragged me over, when me and Anna first walked in, Sheepdog and Dean and Pab were playing on Maxstorm Dome Screen Dogfight. Yeah, I which, said, oh, that'll make me feel ill. Dean was like, no, 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 have a go. Yeah, <laughs> basically, you sit there flying a plane in the seat, and the seat moves around, and you've got your hands and on the steering bits, and then the screen all around you. So you're actually moving around and feel like you're flying the plane and shooty-shooting. And it was ridiculous and awesome. And you, young lady, still have photographs of that, me playing that, that I wish to have from you. Have you asked? Yes, have I you asked a- when we were in the arcade yeah, still. when I had no 3G whatsoever. <laughs> well, now I'm asking again. Nearly a week later, I wish to tweet these pictures. Because that game was awesome. I want it for home. <laughs> it felt, felt like, sorry, that... Um... Arcades trying much harder than they used to. Mm. I mean, there's always been the co- cool games like the House of the Dead and all that. Um, but no, they, that was full of effort and full of awesome. When you and Dean played on Grid, that was awesome. That, I mean, I didn't get a go on that one, but it looked like it was a fun game. I mean, it didn't. Con- it was weird because I was in the lead. <laughs> Everyone was like, "What the hell's going on?" And but then suddenly, towards the end, the handling. Well, I just found I couldn't control it anymore. Um, whereas I think Dean had the opposite problem. He couldn't handle it at first, and then it, it got. Easy, I don't know, it's just a bit... I cocked up, basically. Watching Anna play Plants vs. Zombies The Last Stand was awesome because it was just a big green um, plant head that glows and she had to sit on a stool to play it and it looked like it was because her legs weren't long enough. (laughs) You had to be on the stool to play it, but it looked like she'd been put on a stool so she could reach the game. Um, And then you're just moving this head around and shooting I wonder when uh, she was playing it, though, didn't it only have like a... Because they were walking towards you and you were just firing constantly. So how much game was there to that one? Not a lot. Yeah, it didn't look like there was... I think it was meant for kids. It looked really cool, but yeah, yeah, I think it was a kid's game. <laughs> dark Escape 4D, I had two goes on. Mm. This is the one, it was in a big dark cabinet with no. curtains. You didn't like it, did you? No. Um, it on a vibrating bench um, with... Gusts of air shooting out, 3D glasses. I thought there glasses. was something on my head when um, that was happening. It was horrible. Yeah, it was awesome. But with the 3D glasses and the gun, you had the gun and the shooty-shooty. And it had a heart monitor. Yeah, the gusts of air, yeah. And basically, when your heart rate goes too high, you die. I think that was the general gist of right, it. It says you're panicking and then you're not very effective. Yeah, it scares you to death. And um, when me and Anna played, you basically had a heart attack looking at your heart rate. <sighs> When it's when it starts blowing the air in your face, and that air smells horrible as well, <laughs> and then it it times everything just right, so you have a zombie thing shoot right up into your face as you get a gust of air, and the chair vibrates, and your gun starts to vibrate as well, and then your heart rate shoots up, and you start dying. But then Dean came in and really put me to shame. That man's fit because <laughs> <laughs> because that my heart rate my heart rate was nearly double his. All the way through, even when when we just first sat down and all we were doing was picking from the menus, his, <laughs> his heart rate was like just sixty beats a minute, and I'm there on about eighty five, thinking, "You son of a bitch!" You what? Like, that man knows death. Well, like if you if you face like death square in your eyes, that, the game's not going to frighten you, is it? You look at him, you, he, he knows death. Mature Game of Podcast would like to distance itself from any suggestions that any of our listeners are moiderers. Um, <laughs> I'd missed that. I was like, what is he saying? Um, we played a Batman racing game. That was awesome. I was sat in a Batman seat and then I was flying a Batmobile and then it crashed and I won at that one. So I was particularly happy with that one because it was one of the only things I won at all night. Um, Pac-Man Smash, the best air hockey in the history oh, of God, the world. Oh, God, yeah, that was amazing. 
four-player air hockey, puck in the shape of Pac-Man, and loads of them all out at the same yeah, time. It, it, if you scored a couple of points and suddenly, or at random, I guess it was on a timer, it would just vomit out about 50 pucks, and it'd be all over the board, and you'd be all going mental, and then suddenly you'd have one left again, the main one. You lot were beside yourselves with that. It was brilliant. It was we game. had three goes, me yeah. and Pab won at that as well. It was 2-1, yeah. Put you put, put Team Bald in its place there, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Um, and then it all kind of descended into fast. We'd been enjoying the arcade, playing on all these really cool games that you don't get a chance to play on at home. And then... And then, main yeah, game, and then I had a go on deal or no deal um, and was a bit rubbish and got six tickets come out of it. And Anna's face when she was handed these six tickets, the sheer delight on her face, meant that Dean had a go. And he did quite well, and he got about 100 tickets. 102. Uh, there we go. I have a sequence of photographs on my phone that I'm not allowed to put on the internet because it's basically <laughs> Anna sh- screaming, jumping up and down and grinning and going, tickets, tickets, tickets. It's so uh, funny. And then it kind of became... <laughs> An hour-long session in getting Anna as many tickets as we possibly could. We found could. this woman who uh, was churning two Ps into this machine and it was just printing tickets, basically. Every time she put two P in, a ticket came out, no matter what. Because you had to do was get the two P to the end of this line. And it was snakes and ladders, wasn't it? And um, so Pab and Dean, I think, kept putting pounds into this machine, getting 52 Ps, and then just watching Anna feed them in yeah. and print out. She well, did, there what, was a point when tickets, we were all sort of darting around the arcade just fetching tickets for her and bringing her back to us. We had a go on the basketball thing that Pab is a machine at basketball. Just, it was ridiculous watching him do the basketball thing. Oh, God, just... yeah, because me and you had a go, didn't we? And we got like four Three. points or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And then he went through all the levels and the machine was calling him amazing. And we were calling him amazing. He didn't miss a shot. No, and it, and it was moving, wasn't it? It was moving left and right and yeah. he was still throwing it through the hoop constantly. But um, then Anna ended yeah. up with, what, six, seven hundred tickets? Five hundred and ninety-four, I think. And what did you exchange your tickets for? Um, a projector, like it's got stars, on, like it's like a light, a blue light. One of those things that puts stars on the ceiling. Yeah, got one. Um, that was five hundred tickets. Then I got some Pac-Man um, stickers, which I haven't seen yet. Have you opened the packet? They're over there, which were twenty tickets, I think. And then the next one, you have to say the same way you said it on no. the night. And I got some sweets. Or, as she said on the night, some moans <laughs> with a big grin on her face. Because <laughs> she'd been... The first thing we did when we got to the expo was go to the foreign sweetie place and fill her up with American sweets. And she was just eating nerds all day. And you were on such a sugar high. I've never seen you so giddy with sugar. But when you got these extra sweets, moans, oh, and then you're just pouring, pouring them down your neck as well. And... Um, <clears throat> It was brilliant when we were just walking out of the arcade and Anna's bouncing around showing off her bag and everything she won and Pab just went, that cost about 60 quid. Don't <laughs> <laughs> say that to me. <laughs> 60 quid for a lamp and some stickers. Done. I don't know, We just between me and you, we got through about 40 quid in that arcade. Yeah. And we were only in there a few hours. <laughs> was, I've never seen that sort of thing before in an arcade. I keep suggesting, meaning to suggest that one day we just do like a trip to Hunstanton because there's an arcade there which does the ticket thing and the shop and there's a machine in there which I can hit the jackpot every single time and it's a 500 ticket jackpot and I got asked to leave because <laughs> I won it five times in a row and they turned the machine off in the end because I didn't want to leave. I kept going back to it. It was only 30p ago 
and uh, absolutely rinse that arcade for it. And I've noticed they've put it in two other arcades, and I thought we could do like a, a proper, you know, like um, Ocean's Eleven where they hit all the casinos. Mm-hmm. We could do that. I could teach you how to basically ace But pick. you realise when you're within two miles of the coast, law doesn't apply and they could just have us killed. Yeah, Hunt Stanton's different though. Because Hunt Stanton is in that bit. Because Hunt Stanton, do you know, Hunt Stanton's one of the few places in the UK where you see the sun rise and set over the sea. Didn't know that. Yeah. Um, on the north, Norfolk coast is one of the only points in the whole of England. Um, but yeah, I thought we'd go because they had uh, the big four-player Mario Kart there and they've got old track and field. They've got lots of quite cool stuff there now. I keep meaning to suggest we should do this, but not like summer, just like November time. I just do a, Let's a go now. windy seaside thing. Do you know, right now I would, but uh, I haven't got enough 10Ps. I need to save some 10Ps. And it's know, a bit of Me and Sheepdog went to Skegness in the rain. I was going to say, once weird. you're inside an arcade, it didn't really matter. To be honest. We didn't go at night time, though, did we? But, no. And the advantage is because it's a little seaside town and the it's off-season, they increase the odds of winning things as well off-season and you, your, your chances of winning prizes are better and the difficulty on arcade games is reduced as well to keep you in there longer. So it's the best possible time to go. But um, there's a, a, guy, a, a game called Let's Go Jungle, which is a Sega game, so it probably wouldn't have been in Namco Arcade, but it's like a, a shooting game where you're in a Jeep and it's you and a partner... And it shows how compatible you are by how well you work as the team and stuff. And uh, if mm-hmm. you say, like, Anna's on the right-hand side and you, Kevin, on the left, and something jumps her and you shoot it, you'll get compatibility points. And at the end, it basically assesses your relationship. It's a bit like Tom of That's Your Life, but with giant spiders. Nice. So we should definitely do that. Um, can I also point out, on the subject of Play Expo, um, Pab is a big cheat at Fitbit Quests, which is the new thing that's been no, added into not. Fitbit. He is. He is a cheat. Because the new thing in Fitbit is you can challenge people to steps over a certain number of days. So I sent him a challenge for the weekend. Um, and when we left Play Expo, what the, blah, my total steps for the weekend was no, 42,000, I think, since Saturday morning. Um, which I'm thinking that's pretty impressive. 42,000 steps in two days. I'm quite happy with that. And he was on about 36,000. And do you know what that swine did? What did he do? He went home and ran around the park until he pulled into the lead. <laughs> I, I then, I got home and walked Dave and went back ahead of him again. And he started walking up and down the stairs. Good. So okay. he ended up beating me by a thousand steps. It was. Yeah, I, I had right. about forty-five thousand. He had about forty-six thousand. And he challenged me to another one for a weekday one this week. And as we sit here now, with just over an hour and a half to go on our weekly challenge, I'm thinking, oh, I'm such a such a legend. I've done what is it, sixty-two thousand steps this week. So again, in five days, sixty-two thousand steps. That's pretty impressive. He's done over a hundred thousand in five days. <laughs> He's ridiculous. I'm not playing with that boy anymore. <laughs> I don't like him. That's great. Though. He did tell me he was going to go home and not update it until like a minute before midnight <laughs> so that you rested on your laurels and you're all happy that you'd beaten him and then he was just going to go, bang! <laughs> no, what he actually did is he sent me a message taunting me that it had been for a run and I said, well, I've got to, got to do Dave now. <laughs> and he said, oh, well, I guess you're going to win then. And then by the time I got back, he'd gone even further into the lead because he'd just been walking <laughs> on the spot the whole time I was walking Dave, the swine. <laughs> I can just imagine him waiting for you to tweet saying you were home, just walking on the spot. Uh, <laughs> cheating. Um, 
but that's it for Expo season now. I'm a bit sad. I like it when we have all these Expos. We've not got, we've not got anything until Reds in March now, which we, is stupid because it's on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We did talk about trying to maybe get a table, didn't we, at some of these? Yeah. I haven't, I haven't emailed them yet. But I think we're going to... Anyone who's making early plans for booking hotels for Rest, we're not going to tell you what hotel we're in because we haven't booked it yet. But we're planning on being down in London for the Friday night, I think, for Rest, aren't we, rather than the Saturday. Mm. So we'll go down on the Friday night, do the show on the... Do the Rest show on the Saturday and then probably come home Saturday night or... I don't know. We might decide to be in London on Saturday as well. Depends how we feel. But it's... Why would they do it for Thursday, Friday, Saturday? The stupid idiots. Because it's Rest. It's not for the general general, is it? You look at how busy it was. I mean, we were there on a Saturday, weren't we, this year? Yeah. But it was, and it, was it busy? No. I moaned to them before. I, I, when they did E2 as well, and I know probably different crowds entirely, but the scene in general just doesn't seem to think when it's doing so. I know what you're saying, oh, it's not for the general public, but surely just have it open to them as well on both days mm. of the week and not just... Putting it on a Thursday just seems like you're saying, well, we don't really care who comes. Surely you do yeah. care but who then, comes. But, you want... but your game rex plays on Thursday. If it's also yeah, on the Sunday. Sunday as well. Yeah, but it's but there are far less people that go on the Thursday, but it is still heaving. The fact is, I think, if you're going to run an event um, for that kind of game, I don't think Thursday's as bad a day as Sunday would be in terms of travel and everything else. I think a Thursday's a good one to get it warmed up. Saturday will be when your general people come. By that point, they're all in. And they're kind of nice, all in and happy. And well, I there. think but, it's stupid. It means I oh, can't yeah, no, it one day. I mean, it's, at the end of the day, moving it to London was a bad idea. Full stop. There was no need to. Um, if you're going to move it anywhere, move it somewhere which is still as accessible, but nowhere near as expensive. Because what you're asking is people to pay a lot of money to go and see some very small games. And that's not... And have a boatings. No, that's not part of the ticket price. What? <laughs> if it was part of the ticket price, then it wouldn't be an issue, would it? I see. A Thursday um, would be full of people if there was if there was a meat platter involved. I imagine there would be, or a big plate of macaroni cheese. Do you know what? Talk weird. about Bodies. Do you remember I said last year that um, I talked to the waitress on the stairs? Mm. Remember that conversation we had about yeah. that? You're I said, married I, now or something. And I said, that, oh, I wonder if you could put you in an air blade. That conversation. Mm. Um Someone has now some a chain of restaurants has started to make little stickers to put on the air blades to advise people it's probably best not to. With a and it's like the Ghostbusters symbol, but with a willy on it. It's very very funny because I thought that's almost ridiculous, but the thought crossed my mind when I was drunk. It must happen to a lot of people. So yeah, there's now this company are making stickers that you can put on your air blades to make sure people don't put the genitals in there. I've been watching Arrow season two. Have I mentioned that? You did in passing. Um, is it- Barry Allen's been in it the last two episodes. Who's Barry Allen? You son of a bitch. That's the same thing. The, the owner of Ballons. Yeah. Barry Allen, the Flash. Except he's not the Flash yet. Oh, the Flask. Yeah. But at the end of the second episode that he's in, he's just been struck by lightning. I wonder what that might mean, eh? Hey, What do you Your reckon shoes. that means? He's going to die. You're an idiot. You it need means to watch it, won't, it won't happen to him again. Is what it means. I hate you all. No, it, it, everybody knows what happens because the series is nearly yeah. Out. The series starts next week, I think. Yeah, quite exciting, isn't it? Yeah, so in the same and, voice, and Daredevil. Yeah, same guy who's been, he did he did um, three cameos in Arrow. So he's done the first two just as Barry Allen, and I guess 
at some point soon there'll be a full-on episode with him as the Flash in Arrow. Are they doing a Daredevil show? Yeah, Netflix is making it with Marvel. I hope that's better than the crappy film they made. It should be. It's going to tie into the official world as well, which is interesting. I didn't like Daredevil because it was like, oh no, I'm blind. Actually, now I can hear sight, so I'm fine and I can just get on with my life. You can hear sight or you can hear... Well, he can hear where things are and it makes him see the <laughs> He can echo weird. Yeah, so he's not blind. He can see stuff. So he could just get a normal job and act like a normal member of society well, instead of becoming a weird yeah, superhero. If, he's not actually if you really can super. have a free dog and a priority parking permit, of course you would, wouldn't you? Yeah, but it all just seemed a bit odd. A bit like, that's not really a, a power. You just Dedo's, Dedo in the comics is, is, is pretty cool. But when you turn that into a film, some superheroes, when you turn them into films, the, the superpower just suddenly makes you think, oh, that's a bit shit. And like, I mean, I remember watching the Flash TV series in the 90s, which admittedly wasn't great, but it was still all right. But when you watch it, you just think, it really, his power is just moving quickly. I was going to say, <laughs> and how time they... travel. Well, yeah, but it's Does he do that still often? essentially, yeah. it's just moving quickly. That sounds okay. Time travel sounds all right. I can live with that. Because yeah. they can make a program out of him travelling through time a but lot. It's, but, but no, 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 no. It's not like, it's not like proper time travel, like he just goes on adventures. It's he's able to manipulate time by going really fast. Oh, so he can't go back. He doesn't like go back to the 1880s and hmm. have an adventure with some cowboys and then just... Well, I thought it would be like Superman it. where he runs and the world goes the opposite it's way. It's basically and... that principle, essentially. But he doesn't re- reverse time by reversing <laughs> the axis of the <laughs> Earth. Uh, he, he can just kind of move, run faster than the speed of time. But he can't run back to last week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but... So it can stop it being murdered, like an instant yeah. That kind of kills the drama, because if anybody yeah. is in trouble and, um, you know, gets shot, he can just run back a week and... I'd like to see an episode right of The Flash where he just takes part in the Rio Olympics, but he has to run quite slowly. Um, but he's, like, could win. But then he has to kind of fake an injury and then goes a bit quickly. That would be quite good. I don't whole reckon they slowly running. They probably wouldn't let someone called the Flash take part in the Olympics. That's what you saying Bolt. Bolt was Barry Allen in. <laughs> <laughs> that was his first like trial run for an outfit. He even had like a pose for the front of the comic, but it didn't work out too well for him. But no, some super abilities just don't look very good. Flight's but a now, ability. You can fly a big whoop. Who's that? Anyone who can fly. I mean, that's their only power. Usually it's not their only power. No, but I mean, well, in Heroes, all the characters had crap abilities pretty much because it was like, oh, yeah, that's blind. It was a terrible idea for a show, really. It was a great idea for a show that was poorly executed. Anyway. Which meant it was a terrible idea. Tell us about these weird apps you two have been knocking around in all week. Uh, Bouncy mentioned that they'd done an Angry Birds Transformers, so I had a quick look because I've been playing Angry Birds Stellar all week um, still, and I quite enjoy that. But you said this was awesome, Bouncy. I find it a bit meh. It's, but I, by the way, we met Bumblebee at the weekend. We were on the subject of Transformers. Anna got very excited when she saw the sign and realised what it was. When she walked past the car three or four times earlier, she didn't realise. But once she knew it was Bumblebee, <laughs> she's no, not listening so, now, I don't think. Um, so, yeah, so are you massively into the Transformers cartoons and films at all? No, I um, <laughs> don't like the films. I never watched the cartoon right, growing up. The, the cartoon I did watch, and I've got upstairs right now, I've got every series on DVD and the Takara Headmasters collection and all sorts. I'm like a proper Transformers nerd. When I got married for the first time, 
Oh, I love saying that. That's brilliant. When I got married for the first time. My best man, uh, he was also a transfer. So I transfer. bought him a limited edition Optimus Prime model uh, for his like stag present, uh, for the best man present to say thank you for doing it. And everybody was like, oh, that's a bit weird. And both him and I thought it was the most awesome thing in the world because it had the matrix of leadership you could take out of his chest. It was awesome. If you don't know Transformers, that means nothing. If you do, this is why this game works. Uh, it starts off with a 1980s animated style intro. If you take damage, the screen goes fuzzy like the tracking is going on a videotape. It is like Far Cry Blood Dragon, but for a side-scrolling... It plays... Uh, it's Skylanders, they did a little one called Cloud Patrol or something. And it plays a bit like that. So basically, because obviously, Steve, you've played it, but for yeah. the others. It says you run from the left side of the screen to the right, and you're dropped off in a spaceship that turns into a train. You run out of there, and you have to shoot the pigs in the buildings and then get in the escape vehicle at the other end. And in between, you have to kind of call in help and transform and power up your weapons and stuff. And it's more of a game than the previous Angry Birds game. This, is, this is where I was a bit, mm, because... It's not an Angry Birds game, really. No, it's, it's just a, a running from the side. I mean, it's, I like it in the t- like the idea of the game, but it felt a bit like it doesn't need to be an Angry Birds, Birds game. No. They've and just slapped thing, that name me, on it because if it was Transformers, if, I don't think it would have sold. Yeah. But when Star Wars Angry Birds came out, you were very vocal about, oh, it's a load of bullshit. They've just chucked Star Wars on there. It's still Angry Birds, but it's Star Wars. And actually, Star Wars Angry Birds 2 is one of the best of the Angry Birds series. It's really well At least put they together. changed the physics on that, though. I didn't realise until I'd played that, that actually yeah. it was, you know, you, you did different things. But this, yeah. is, this isn't this is Angry Birds in the slightest, except for the robot's got a bird face and it's pigs you're shooting. Yeah, essentially it's using the characters. The, the tagline is, um, birds disguised as robots in disguise, which I thought was quite... Um, but it, it's just a little love letter to Transformers. I thought it was going to be tied in just to the recent films... So while some of the vehicles are transformed to are from the later films, the whole style is the the eighties stuff. But it just it's like I say it feels like a little kind of um on rail shooter game. But we have Transformers that just happen to be Angry Birds as well and Do you not know, feel like they did it as Transformers and then they thought, Oh, this is crap and chucked in Angry Birds. No. No. I wonder. It, it they, like they've they've announced they announced this a long while ago. Um and they they announced it. <laughs> The old 80s poster, but with them all recreated on there. Doesn't mean they uh, didn't change it, though, does it really? Well, yeah, if Rovio are making it, they're only going to be making Angerverse games because that's what they make. Well, they weren't going to suddenly go, do you know what? Yeah, popular franchise is selling millions. <laughs> just it's feels really tacked on. This, this feels the, oh, the worst cash yeah. in out of them. It, it feels like a bad cash in, but then at the same time, the game is better for not being an Angerverse cash in. If it was just Angerverse but reskinned, which is what stars could have been. I mean, you couldn't change the physics for this. I mean, Stella changes it up again. The powers of each of the birds in Stella is different. Yeah, I don't and mind that. That's not a cash in. That feels like they've no, extended it the feels, idea. It feels like a sequel or yeah. rather than just another one. With Transformers, I don't see how they could have done anything that they haven't already done. So the shooting element and the levelling up and the kind of the skill tree and stuff like that, I, I appreciate that. I like the fact that you can't just replay a level over and over again you have to play it through and you take over land and you expand the map and it's got a lot of good potential in the sense of angry birds epic wasn't angry birds game that was aimed squarely at people that like that kind of strategy i suppose you're right they're branching Um, out a bit and for me i didn't like that because i don't like those sort of games but i really love the sort of game that angry birds transformers is yeah and i really love transformers so for me couldn't have been much better for me i love anything that just kind of goes 
here's an idea. Let's make the screen go a bit like an old videotape. And I'm like, oh, yeah, here's my moment. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm loving it. Absolutely loving it. It is, it's worth giving a go. If you're kind of listening and you think, oh, God, another Angry Birds game, give it a go. And if, if it's not for you, then that's fine because you haven't paid for it. And if it is for you, then great. You found a new game to play. If you want an actual Angry Birds style game, then Stella's better though. Yeah. Oh, no, definitely. Um, I was looking for a game for my daughter to play. And um, I don't know if we've spoken about this before because I don't know how new it was. It was in the charts, so I'm assuming it's quite new. But it's called Best Fiends. Um, now, my wife's addicted to these games like Jelly Splash and things like that. The, the general kind of games that people who aren't really sort of into games heavily end up playing on their phones a lot. So I, I thought it was just going to be like that. It seemed a bit like that. You've got leaves and berries and stuff that fall down the screen and you've got to match them all up and blah, blah, blah. But the reason it's different, the reason I thought it was worth talking about on the show is you end up with characters that you unlock as you go along and they're the fiends that I mentioned in the title. Um, now, you, if you do a line of uh, leaves, for example, and I'll just put it on the screen now, um, you will your green character will like they're green. Your green character will attack an enemy on the screen with the amount of damage, depending on how many leaves you've got in your chain. If you chain a load of yellow items, then your yellow character will attack. Um, I've got a yellow, a purple and a green character. So I'm going through this level with all these different slugs that I've got to attack. I've got to kill seven slugs to get onto the next level. And they've all got different hit points and different strengths. And I'm guessing I've not really, I didn't read the instructions as well as I probably could have while I was playing it, but I'm guessing that I know that like my green character isn't as powerful as my yellow character and my purple character must have another ability that the other two don't have. But the idea is you've obviously got to be clever about how you, you're not just trying to figure out a puzzle like with these normal jelly splash sort of games. You're not trying to just get clear all of the diamonds or whatever. And um, this time you're actually trying to kill bosses. And if you obviously decide, all right, I'm going to go through that massive chain of, I don't know, red berries but then your red character doesn't do any damage, then obviously you're not passing the level. You've got to obviously figure out the best way to kill the bad guy with your berries and everything. Um, so yeah, it's quite a good app. That's also free, and it's called Best Fiends. Did we all watch The Walking Dead this week? We did. I did. Bouncy? I haven't had a chance yet, unfortunately. I'm watching it tomorrow. Ooh, can we spoil it for him? Do you know, a couple of people have already tried at the shop, and one of them I tore, they're changing half for it in a bin. Was it coins? A five-pound note. 50 uh, why, you know, why would you go to I've work in an entertainment shop having not watched the I big show time. of the week? I've got to run a shop. It takes a lot of effort. And I've been playing L instead. Uh, so you probably could have spent 40 minutes watching The Walking Dead. 42 minutes. Sorry, my mistake. Did we like it? Let's, yes. No, spoiler free. No Did we like it? But, um, no, I, I, do you know what? That's probably one of the best episodes they've ever done. Kevin really? hated it. I fell asleep. What's wrong with you? There's I something wrong that. with you. That was definitely one of the best episodes of the series. No, just didn't feel you need to watch it again. Well, perhaps I was just tired and poorly and missing something. Yeah, but no, I, I just, I just thought it was all a bit. Uh, I, I yeah. sat there thinking, like, Kev will like this. There was a lot of awesomeness to it. When, what, how far through did you fall asleep? About half an hour in. Mm, weird. No, I genuinely thought it was one of the best ones they've done. And it, it's not just that I was tired and poorly because. I was wide awake when I was watching Arrow before, and I was wide awake when I put Arrow on again afterwards. <laughs> so it was literally just while that was on, I just what, didn't feel it at all. It was quite sad. You know what you've just made me do? What? 
just bought Arrow season one on Blu-ray. Hey, it is a good I've show. I've just ordered like it. it. It'll, it'll be with me tomorrow or Monday. Excellent. I shall report back to you on Friday. Excellent. It is a good show. You shall enjoy it. And if you don't, you're not welcome on the show anymore. You should That's catch up on the comics. The comics are uh, quite interesting. Yeah, I will do it at some point. I can't... I don't really like spending money on comics at the moment. I've been too poor. Um, yeah. with, ever since the car sort of blew up earlier in the summer, we've been playing catch-up on money, and I can't afford to spend, what is it, three quid a go on comics when mm. they're out so often. I don't think I've bought a comic since about June, so I will catch up at some point. Stupid world. Yeah, my damn washing machine's been replaced for anyone who's worrying about that. <laughs> All weekend, we were just singing... Washing machines live longer with Calgon. Yeah, when I told him the motor had gone, he said, have you tried just sticking Calgon in it to see if it comes back to life? <laughs> I was just like, no, that's not how they work. I bet that's what happened in the end, though, wasn't it? We wouldn't stop talking done. about it. No, we've had to keep taking our clothes to my mother-in-law's. I bet Did she you check the Calgon. belt? Uh, my father-in-law had a look at it, apparently. Wow. But, yeah, we've had to order a new one, which is annoying because it costs pretty much the same as a goddamn Xbox One. Are you going to use Calgon in this one? Because it, it will live longer. It's not it is. The motor, it's it's line the scale around here. That's what's problem. Not for the motor. The motor doesn't get wet. Not okay. That's where you're going wrong. Then get the motor wet. That'll sort <laughs> it out. Um, that's your lot. I've had enough. I'm sick of the sight of your face. Hmm. Um, did you know you can uh, support the show by doing all of your Christmas shopping and silly season shopping using maturegamerpodcast.com/slash/amazon? Um, it's the same Amazon you would normally use several times a day. But this way, we get a couple of quid back for the pleasure. Well, probably not a couple of quid unless you're buying a speedboat on there or something. But, you know. If you're getting a speedboat, get us one too. Yeah. Or, in fact, if you're going to get us a speedboat, just send us a couple of hundred quid as well via the Patreon page, maybe. The Patreon page, patreon.com patreon forward slash Kevin Steve. Yeah. We'll do some so, anyone who wants speedboats, £200 a month on there, as well as your speedboat, and then we'll call it quits. We'll let you off. We'll let you have that. You okay. can even buy your speedboat somewhere other than Amazon, if that's the deal we're doing. You know, we, we ask people for reviews and listen to the other shows and stuff nope. like that. I suddenly thought, yeah, we haven't asked people to subscribe or sign up to the forum in so long. Subscribe that's to the show. Because they're not welcome there. And sign up to the forum at maturegamerpodcast.com forward slash forum. I want an influx of Good. new people and some subscribers. Good on the forum. I've been on there this week. Oh, that bounce. We're trying to get people on there. Yeah, it's been oh, I've been churning out some work, haven't you? I've, I've, um, I've written a couple of articles, and I went on there to discuss the Green Day box set I bought, because I was hoping somebody bought it first. Eight so CDs for a tenner, wouldn't it? ACDs for a tenner, yeah, all well, their studio albums. Was that you yeah. who started that, Fred? I yeah. saw there was a Green Day Fred on there and just thought, oh, what is this place becoming? <laughs> I didn't realise yeah. that was you. That was uh, when they were still brilliant. And, um, and I also put a thing in the boot sale, because obviously it's a very popular boot sale area where I was asking if anybody had components that I could Frankenstein a PC together because the Falcon is, frankly, an embarrassment when it comes to try to actually review a PC game that we get sent. And almost immediately, I've got two-thirds of a PC. I've got a graphics card in the garage. <laughs> you installed it so incorrectly. Yeah. You, you were told it had to have a lot of ventilation, so you just stuck it to the wall in the garage. Uh. It's that one that Vimesy sold me about two years ago that I never did get to work in my PC properly, so I just put it in the garage and forgot about it. Good. But yeah, so if anyone's listening and are not on the forum and could probably help... Got a graphics uh, do, card in the garage. Do, 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 I think I've already got a graphics card on there, but if it's better than the one that's on there, then 
Well, Ask Vimesy. I don't believe it works. Um, I think this I is the thing. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to see if we can do like a, a checklist and if somebody can better each part. Because obviously the odds of having like two people who have graphics cards are quite high. So I'd like to play almost like graphics card battle royale. I've got 256 megabytes of RAM you can have. I haven't got any RAM, so I do need RAM. Yeah. Not that little <laughs> bit of RAM you don't. It's, right. a beautiful, it's a full stick. It's not a small <laughs> RAM. It... It's a full stick of RAM. Uh, see, this is it. I don't know what I'm doing. But Big I've asked a few people on there to, if they can put together like a checklist of what I need. And like I said, a couple of people have already been very, very, very helpful and very generous with their kind of offers. Uh, I'm willing to cover all postage. And if it's stuff that really should be paid for a little bit, then I'm sure we can come to a mouse mat. You know, I've got a mouse mat. Anyway, actually. the point was get on the forum, stupid. Yeah. yeah. And help me get a PC. Did you know you can follow us on Twitter at MGUK Podcast or you can follow me at Lelujo? And I bat. I'm at RB6K. You bat me, yeah? I always put you down as more of a bowler. RB6K. Anna. I'm at Miss Lelujo. I'll bounce the ball on H after the second B. You also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash maturegamerpodcast. That's the name of the show, don't you know? That's mm. where we got the name from. Yeah. Um, or you can email the show, steve at maturegamerpodcast.com. Yeah. It's also worth pointing out oh, here he goes. Um, that uh, our friend Chris uh, Blue Wolf on Twitter is attempting a world record attempt playing FIFA 15 and uh, he's kind of covering it all at the moment. But I dare say he's probably trying to raise money. I don't know. Yeah, for yeah. FIFA special It would have been fun, yeah. but yeah. it's FIFA. It's the longest it's still, game of no, FIFA still be, in the history still of the world. Admirable. What, just one game playing, of FIFA or consecutive games? Well, he's going to play FIFA for three days straight, basically. Yeah. And if and to be honest, I reckon some of my students do that most weekends. I wanted to go for that kind of record, but I was going to play a game that I'd really enjoy. And I think playing FIFA for that long is actually an endurance thing. That's the equivalent of the London Marathon, as far as I'm concerned, for games. So, firstly, um, very much in admiration of him attempting it. If you can afford to chuck up liquidity's way, uh, it is going to special effects. Does he get sleep and toilet breaks and stuff? He does get toilet breaks. I don't think he gets sleep. I think it's something like every eight hours you can have ten minutes and it has to be moderated. Um, Guinness is going to be there, apparently. To, to do the yeah, they have to have a representative for it to be officially recognised. If, if he gets in... He's doing a loading bar. Oh, is he? Okay. Yep. And uh, and if you get in, then he get, he'll be in the Guinness Gamers Book of Records next year. Mm. So How really do we get do, in there? What do we need to do? Uh, there's, I've got the, the, this year's. I was actually going through it to see if it's something we could tackle. There's plenty. Most of them you can actually make up. What I've learned about the Guinness Gaming Book of Records is you can pretty much just make one up. Is there one like, in there for 24-hour the live podcasts? Probably not, but if we'll we could that one, do a podcast while playing, then that's something that we could probably do. But we could definitely get a record going on. Um, so yeah, because some of them are like playing a strategy game for 24 hours or a football game for 24 hours or whatever. So you can just pick one that's not been done and go for it. There is probably one for playing Borderlands for 48 hours and that's not been is done Is there yet, one so for that. playing Minecraft for like 20 minutes when you're waiting for dinner to cook? I could probably yeah. do that. If they could do civilization for like two, three days, then that happens to me too often. I'll, I'll sit well, there, yeah. like, I'll get Guinness to watch one you more go. Doing it. Suddenly, that's the only difference, by. isn't it, between being a massive nerd and a world record holder? Is whether Guinness would you start calling yourself an athlete if you're a world record holder? I just had a can of Guinness in my hand while I was doing that's it. Would that count? Or if you just have a toucan stood on the bar, that don't count either. It's got to be an actual representative with a clipboard. You remember, like, on Record Breakers with Roy Castle? Got to be like that. Dedication is what you need if you want to be a record breaker. That one. See you next week, boys and girls. Have a good week. Bye.
See ya.